This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans. He is Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic. And we got a matchup on Thursday Night Football that should be entertaining. You know, I, I think there are plenty of fantasy stars who could shine under the primetime lights as Pittsburgh uh, travels to Minnesota, still licking their wounds after giving the Detroit Lions their first victory of the season. So maybe the Vikes are in a bounce back spot here, fun buns. But uh, right now, uh, the spread here is actually Minnesota minus three. I think I have it wrong in the script. I wrote Pittsburgh minus three. It's Minnesota minus three with a total of 43. Do you feel that the Vikings are going to fall on the battle axe again, or are they going to snap back and fight off these pesky Steelers? Give me your game score prediction. Ooh, my man. Gosh, um, let's go. Yeah, let's go 27 to 26. I think it's a good game. I think these yeah. guys are similar. I think they're. They're not as good as they think they are, and but yet <laughs> they somehow sometimes find ways to win. They're to me, they're the they're the you know, they're the reflection of each other from each different league here. Yeah. So and you know, wanting to be a good defensive team but not actually being one. Um, so I will say Minnesota. I'll give the home team the advantage here. I say that Minnesota gets the victory in this one by one point. Yeah, you know what? I'm feeling you. On that, and I'm feeling it on the over as well. I'm going to say 23 to 22, so I'm at 45, so I'm over on the 43. You're way over. Uh, you're, yeah. at, you're at 53. You think this game's got a lot of pew, 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 shootout appeal, and it might because defensively uh, both these uh, Ds are rather Civ-like um, in every single facet, whether defending the run or the pass. Yeah, I'm with you. Minnesota always plays these games nice and snug. Don't they? They don't yeah. blow people out. It doesn't. They always play up or down to their level of competition. So this is going to come down. That's kind probably. of like I said, kind of Pittsburgh too. That's yeah, kind of their mo as well. So, uh, yeah, should be. A, I, I like it. We both are predicting a one point game. So at least that'll keep it uh, entertaining if that turns out to be the case. Yeah, hopefully so because these primetime games have royally sucked for the most part. So we need one that defies expectations. With that, let's get to it and spin another edition of the Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, Brandon, uh, you are on the over at 53. I am on the over, a little bit lower number at 45. Uh, so we think there is going to be some scoring, which means there's probably going to be a lot of passing as well and successful connections so tell me who's got the best chance to hit the over on their pass yards prop. Pulled all these from DraftKings. Ben Roethlisberger, 257.5, or Captain Kirk at 254.5. Who do you side with? Uh, I will go with Cap- Captain Kirk. I honestly think both of these quarterbacks have a chance to go over, and if I was having to hedge one way or the other, I would bet on both of them going yep, over. But, I would too. Uh, you know, Cousins has more yards on the season. Um, maybe the matchup is a little tougher, but Steelers have not been great against the pass either, and the Vikings have been fairly generous as well. But, um, yeah, you got Justin Jefferson. I think you got, whether it's Dalvin Cook or Alexander Madison, you got a, a good option out of the backfield. Tyler Conklin will step up, and K.J. Osborne will step up as well. I don't think the, the yardage total impact is going to be that huge with Adam Thielen gone. So I'll take Cousins uh, as the more likely of the two. Yeah, Cousins gets my vote, but I'm with you. I think both go over. Uh, I've got yeah. Roethlisberger 261. I've got Captain Kirk uh, right around 268 in this game. So I think he's got uh, the most comfort 
of going over this proposed total. Uh, he's number five at completed air yards, uh, and he's gone over this number in seven games this season, three of his last four. And you look at the Steelers, they are giving up 252 pass yards per game, 7.56 pass yards per attempt. All right, let's do a little head-to-head here. Uh, let's focus more on Cousins. I, you and I both agree that Roethlisberger is where the stream uh, mm-hmm. in this buy-heavy week, Miami, New England, Philadelphia. And Indianapolis out, so you know you're a Wentz guy. If you're a Jalen Hurts supporter, and you're still looking for you know a backup option to throw in there, uh, I think he's somebody worth a one week plug and play. Uh, but Cousins, um, you know, more universally rostered. So tell me, you'd rather have this week, Kirk Cousins or Joe Burrow, and that busted up pinky going up against San Francisco? Oh, I have Joe Burrow one spot ahead of uh-huh. Kirk Cousins right now. I, I, it's interesting, though. If I hear reports that Joe Burrow's looking a little iffy uh, throwing the ball this week, I might move that. But they're they're tight in my rankings for sure. I have Cousins one spot ahead of oh, Joe Burrow. Uh, what about Kirk Cousins or Cam Newton off the bye week after a week removed from just laying a deuce, dropping one on the field? <laughs> he gets Atlanta. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I I. I'm gonna. I put Cam Newton at 15 this week. I have Cousins a, a couple spots ahead of him, so I'm going Kirk Cousins. Uh, I've got Cam Newton just ahead of mm. Kirk Cousins. Uh, last one. Uh, speaking of damaged digits, Taysom Hill or Kirk Cousins? I have Taysom Hill all the way at number eight this oh, week. Atta boy. Cousins atta boy. at 13. I have Taysom Hill ahead of Tom Brady. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I do not go that far, especially with Tredavious White out. Uh, Tom Brady will carve him up. I've got Taysom at 10. So I'm good to hear, though, that you're bullish on Taysom Hill. Chances are on the Sirius XM show on Friday, uh, there may be a plethora of props around Mr. Taysom Hill. Number four. All right, moving on with the quarterbacks uh, put to bed. Let's focus on one of the wide receivers. Ben Roethlisberger hopefully is going to be chucking to this guy. Uh, at least early and often, because I already have a ticket on the over on this number. It's 51 and a half receiving yards for Chase Claypool. Uh, Brandy's averaging close to 17 yards per catch. He's been over this number in three consecutive games. And I'll even mix in, I think he scores for only the second time this season. It has been a downtrodden year and really disappointing one for Claypool. Uh, true sophomore slump, but... Uh, this matchup is outstanding. Going to see a lot of Patrick Peterson in coverage, who is a shell of what he used to be, giving up uh, just over a 109 passer rating to his assignments and close to a 65% catch rate. So we get a cannonball splash of the old clay pool with me, my man, and take the oh, over yeah. on 51 and a half. Yeah, he was over on two catches last week. Um, and, you know, Vikings second most fantasy points allowed to the wide receiver position. It's weird the touchdowns going from 11 as a rookie to one, you know, through week 13 in his sophomore campaign. But, yeah, he should get to he should get to 53 yards, 52 yards, um, you know, 93 and 82 yards the weeks before that. And, uh, yeah, I just don't see a whole lot of headwind for him to get to that yardage total. I don't know about the touchdown. It's been weird. He, I mean, he should be like Mike Evans, you know, right. forwarding his way right. into the end zone. But uh, hasn't been the case this year. But the yardage should be all right. Yeah, and look, Minnesota has allowed 15 wide receiver touchdowns this season. So, again, maybe gets off the schneid. He's uh, the king of the air yards, number 17 in air yards percentage among eligible wide receivers. All right, for fantasy purposes, uh, would you go Van Jefferson in Arizona or Claypool? Uh, I actually have Claypool two spots ahead of Van Jefferson. I have Van Van. He's my man one spot ahead of Chase Claypool. What about Chase Claypool or Darnell Mooney with Justin Fields back (laughs) at the controls? 
Darnell Mooney is one spot ahead of Claypool at the moment. Uh, Darnell Mooney is one spot behind Chase Claypool at the moment for yours truly. Uh, last one, Chase Claypool or Brandon Ayuk off a disappointing week 13. Yeah, I have Ayuk four spots behind Claypool at the moment. And I have Ayuk two spots ahead. Wow. Rebound, huh? Yeah, I, I believe, man. I believe. Uh, the, well, it's the, the season be to believe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I believe the Bears will somehow win out and make the playoffs. That's obviously not happening. Number three. All right, let's move on and work in another name, and this is a marquee attraction. How about Justin Jefferson? The line, it is robust here, Fun Buns. 92 and a half for receiving yards, but you're not scared, are you? I am not scared uh, because we we're both taking the over on two, like two fifty seven and a half for uh, Kirk Cousins passing yards. He doesn't get there if Justin Jefferson doesn't get over ninety one and a half. I mean, Justin Jefferson in the last four weeks one forty three, one sixty nine, eighty three, and one eighty two. I think I said this on the Sirius XM show. He is a Jonathan Taylor wide receiver. So we have to accept triple digits as being you know the fair. Fair kind of like set the market on him when you go into a game. So actually, think ninety one, uh, you're getting a little bit of a, a little bit of a bonus there. So because um, I think it should be more like right around a hundred. And so yeah, I'll take the over on this. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the over as well. This is not something I'm gonna bet. To be honest with you, uh, that seems a little wild to me that um, you know this number is this high. But I mean, you just laid out the case. The evidence is there. I mean, the guy's balling out. He's the most valuable wide receiver in fantasy the last five weeks. I just, I, it's hard for me to get there. But nine guys have done this uh, this season mm-hmm. against this secondary. So, you know, he certainly could add his name to the list. But again, Team Raisins for me. <laughs> uh, Brandon is all Team Huevos with Justin Jefferson. Number two. All right, next up, uh, how about Deontay Johnson? You know, from one star wide receiver for the Vikings to Pittsburgh's answer. Uh, Deontay, here's the number, 80.5 receiving yards. You and I talked about this uh, yesterday, live on air when it populated on the SiriusXM show, and you pushed me off the ledge. And yeah. I, I decided to take the plunge, and I bet the over. And on top of that, Brandon, uh, six and a half receptions is a line that came out. I took the over on that, too. Oh, Jesus. I read that. Yeah, I read the receptions off to you. Last four games, he's been seven, seven, nine, eight. And, yeah, you came to Jesus on Deontay I Johnson. On the 80-and-a-half, I did, yep. Yeah, I'm smashing the over. I might actually, you know, we throw this out on our Sirius XM show. I might be calling, reaching up oh. to the sky, calling the uh, the god of the sledgehammer uh, oh. on this one because I think he's definitely going to get there. I actually have him ranked as my number four wide receiver this week. I have got him at wide receiver six. And just for comparison, I have Justin Jefferson at wide receiver three. Yeah, I think I have Jefferson at two. So uh, yeah, I go Cup, Devontae Adams, and then Jefferson. So, okay. Well, That's, regardless, it's much more material. It's first world, yeah, top yeah. shelf problems here. Well, do me a favor. If you call for a little friend, the sledgehammer, just hose her down before handing it to me. <laughs> okay. It's much obliged. Try to clean up. Yes. Number one. All right, last one, top of the list. Let's work in some Najee Harris. Maybe you're putting together a showdown lineup. Uh, maybe it's a two-gamer DFS lineup. Uh, are you willing to invest in Najee Harris? Here is the proposed line at DraftKings Sportsbook, a combined rush receive yards. It opened at 105 and a half. Uh, actually, we know it was 107 and a half. Came down to 105 and a half and has now come all the way down to 101 and a half. And actually, just now checking it, it's gone back up. It's 102 and a half. So, 
regardless, whether it's 101.5, 102.5 on total yards or Najee, I want to go over or under. Uh, I think I'll go over, and um, I like it's indoors, Minnesota, kind of, what are their sort of, you know, they've been fairly generous. They've been, you know, top 12 most generous in fantasy, the running back position. But, you know, the last couple of weeks before week 13, Najee was do, was having, they didn't have the volume that we had seen. But he's been kind of mediocre in terms of the metrics all year long. But what's always pushed the case for him has been the volume. And then last week, we could get him back to 26 touches. I think he's back in the 20s again in this one against Minnesota, and that's all he needs. He just needs to get, you know, needs to get those five catches in the passing game and the 20 carries on the ground, and one way or the other, he'll get to the century mark and think he'll just maybe go click over this. Yeah, I mean, uh, 107, as you said last week, he has been under in four of his last five, but it looks like he's got his game back. It's Minnesota. The purple people greeters. That's what yeah, they he's are. been under three of his last five. Oh, so. three of his last five. Okay, well, I must have yeah. miscalculated because I did not uh, graduate from rudimentary math <laughs> in elementary school. But maybe because it started out at one hundred seven point five, and he had one hundred seven ah, last week. That's why. So, yeah, there you go. That, yeah. that that's the 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 reason why I miscalculated. But you look at the Vikes, tenth most fantasy points allowed at the running back position, four point four six yards per carry, one hundred and one just rush yards per game. They have given up to the running back position, and five guys have gone over this proposed total. Where'd you rank Najee this week? You got him top ten. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I do have him top ten, uh, and I actually have him. I believe I have him at number six. Oh, goodness gracious. And then again, uh, there are it is. We, uh, yep. Are we in symbiosis yep. here? Can, uh, kumbaya, hand in hand. Uh, Brandon, once again, copying off my paper at RB6. That's exactly where I have Najee Harris. All right, uh, let's get some quick thoughts here before we get out of here on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Uh, pick your poison at tight end. Tyler Conklin or Pat Fryermuth? Who has a better fantasy night? Uh, you know, the Vikings have been pretty good uh, against the tight end position. Conklin stepped up with Adam Thielen out the career, uh, season high nine targets. Uh, so I'm leaning, leaning ever so slightly Conklin in this one. I think I, I'm trying to get my rankings up here because I think I have them yep. back to back. and I do. So Conklin and then Fryermuth back to back on my rankings. Yeah, and I've got uh, the exact same layout as you do. You get Anthony Barr back is what it's sounding like for Minnesota. So that, that should really help uh, them out in pass coverage and especially across the middle of the field. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. Give me Tyler Conklin over Pat Fryermuth. What about Alexander Madison projections? This is assuming that Dalvin Cook is unavailable. He did get a limited session practice-wise in on Tuesday, Brandon, but it seems unlikely he is going to play. So if it's all Madison all day, uh, give me a fearless forecast. Yeah, I actually have him ranked in top three this week at the running yes. back position. It's hard not to, right? Like it's, Yep. It's like Najee, but with a better offensive line, a better kind of, you know, the DNA for the running back with Minnesota. Is they, they do a really good job of, uh, you know, getting those numbers going. So, yeah, I think it's another, yeah, it's probably another somewhere between 90 to 100 rushing yards. And he's been, as the main guy, he's been a 30 to 50 receiving yard kind of guy. So let's call it, let's call it 130 yards from scrimmage. That's why I got him, you know, hy- hyped up way up there into the top of my rank. I, I think you're underselling him. The way that the Steelers have performed defensively. I mean, they're inside, I believe, the top seven in most fantasy points allowed over the last five weeks, the running back position. They've just come unraveled. Uh, The bolts have come flying off the old steel curtain. That's why we've been calling them the soft curtain. So I think it's a buck 45 in total yardage, and I think he finds the end zone as well. I also am at RB3. 
The only guys I have ahead of him are Austin Eckler and Antonio Gibson. That's it. Yeah, I. What are you doing with Kamara this week? He's going against. Oh, I got the him Jets. down. I got him down. I, I. Well, I don't. There's no guarantee he's going to play yet. Yeah, I know that's the thing. But if he does play, it's the Jets. You don't. You. I mean. Yeah, there's if he the plays, taste of you probably have factor. To, if he plays, do you put him ahead of Najee Harris? No. Really? Yeah, he will probably be one spot behind Najee, which is currently being held by Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are a big Leonard Fournette guy, which I get. Leonard Fournette's been showing out, so yeah, yeah. he's a grower yeah. and a shower. Brandon, <laughs> put some respect on that man's name. All right, what about KJ Osborne, one of the hottest waiver wire pickups out there? Uh, interestingly, his player prop on DraftKings opened at thirty-four and a half. Uh, your boy sounded oh. the prop alert alarm, and immediately people pounced on it and drove the line up to forty-two and a half. That's what it's at right now at DraftKings. So it's a eight-yard differential from where it opened. Would you still take the over on the 42-and-a-half? Yeah, I love that 30s number, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's been over this, what, four times? And that was basically all those times where he was a wide receiver three for the team. And now he's the clear wide receiver two. Um, 47 yards last week, Dylan went out, uh, seven targets. And, and yeah, I think he's he's probably again, we're got we got cousins projected nicely uh, for almost 260 yards. So if he gets there, it's Justin Jefferson getting 100 and K.J. Osborne at least getting 50. Well, let's do a head to head K.J. Osborne or Odell Beckham against Arizona. I have Odell Beckham a spot ahead, I believe. I'm looking right now. <laughs> of, course but, uh... of course you do. And so do I. <laughs> I have Odell Beckham one spot ahead of K.J. Osborne. Where do you got Osborne ranked? In terms of I have receivers. Osborne 33. I have Odell Beckham 32. Okay, well, we're a little bit different there. I've got uh, Beckham at 30 and Osborne at 31. What about uh, K.J. Osborne or Brandon Cooks taking on your Hawks? Yeah, I got Cooks a couple spots ahead of both yeah. Osborne, and, and, and I got Cooks about five spots ahead of these guys. Yeah, me too. Last one, K.J. Osborne, another hot waiver wire ad, Russell Gage in Carolina. It uh, goes Beckham, Osborne, Gage is my rankings order. Yeah, I've got Osborne two spots ahead of Russell oh, Gage yeah. this week. By the way, if you want an anytime touchdown prop on him at FanDuel, plus 290. Ooh, ooh that's sexy for K.J. <laughs> Osborne. And with that, that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Uh, please follow Funson on uh, Twitter at Brandon Funson. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevas. Drop us a rating and a review, which it kindly helps out our show tremendously. And until next time, adios, amigos!